0: Outdoors Podcast.
1: Greetings, everyone. I'd like to take just a moment to say thank you for listening to the Traditional Outdoors Podcast. For those of you that have left us a review or rating, we do greatly appreciate it. And if you've not already done so, or if this is your first time listening, please take a moment after the podcast to leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. This really helps us get the word out about the podcast and keeps us motivated to continue bringing you content. Now with that out of the way, I'm your host Steve Angel, and I am joined by my co-host Nick View. How's it going, buddy? Oh, it's going pretty good, man. It's going pretty good. Didn't get sick.
0: We got turkey season coming. Getting shoot, been shooting some arrows, getting ready for that. And uh, yeah, I got a new guitar. Been picking on that a little bit. Um, other than that, family's healthy. Everything's good. Most importantly, you have escaped the influenza. The influenza has been escaped. Although my boss did have to go to the ER and she had the bacterial infection, so she's been out for like a week and a half. Uh, yeah, that's bad. Yeah, it's been, it was bad, real bad. She's on a lot of medication, but other than that, yeah, man, I didn't, I didn't get it. Uh, knock on wood, whatever I can find. But yeah, we we're all good here. Uh, good weather.
1: Yeah, been pretty well, good I'm- lately. I know our our mutual buddy Tom Jurgensen has come down with uh, I don't know if it's the influenza, but you know I was hunting with him uh, last week and uh, he left um, he left hog camp headed up to the uh, Compton's Big Game Classic up in Pittsburgh and seems like he contracted a a bug there and uh, is is currently feeling under the weather. So hopefully uh, hopefully he gets. To, to feeling better soon and and the rest of us continue to avoid the influenza we got uh, spring coming just around the corner uh, it's really actually pretty much already spring here it was it was warm in in hog camp last week um, and it's really just I guess it's kind of starting to to show up everywhere and uh, with that I I really thought it would be a a good time to spend a little time talking about uh, turkeys and turkey hunting. So with that tonight, we've got a special guest with us on the other line. Uh, Mr. John Bouchine is joining us. Uh, For anyone that doesn't know John, John is the uh, current president of the Michigan Longbow Association. He's also the owner and operator of Crooked Talon Game Calls. And he's a really good friend of both Nick and myself. Uh, And most importantly for today's conversation, John eats, drinks, breathes, sleeps, and dreams about chasing turkeys and I know this firsthand because I've spent some time in the woods with him. So, so welcome to the the podcast John, how's it going?
2: It's it's going. It's going pretty good, uh Getting ready for spring. Um it is not spring here yet. It's it's threatening. We're kind of in the season of snurt, which is not quite snow, not quite dirt. Um uh turkeys are starting to gobble though. That's that's a good thing. Um Getting, getting ready for a lot of the spring outdoor activities so
1: So our, our turkey season actually started uh, just last week. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit more as we as we go through this. but now how when does when does your turkey season in Michigan open?
2: Uh, April 23rd I think. I want to say it's 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 that Monday. so it's it's the last full week of April um, and then the uh, all the way through the month of May. But,
1: okay, so you about a, about another month. You you still got to sit back and just rub your fingers together, waiting.
2: I was just yeah, pretty much, pretty much I wait. Um, I get to watch all these guys that have already started down in Florida, um, Georgia, and a few other places, and it's it's tough. It's tough, especially when your your months of February, March, and April are pretty well booked. Um, that you you're not able to go have some fun with them guys. You're eating spring early.
0: Yeah, it's a bummer that we can only put in for one season too. Yeah, yeah I wish um, Michigan
2: would change that, but
0: um, I don't. Know. Yeah, but you you put in, you apply, you you go with what season you want, which area, and then weather yep. could totally wipe you out. Um, it's <laughs> you're kind of at the mercy of it. And John and I have had this conversation many times about how it's just it's kind of lame that well, you can't my, my... at least get a turkey in another zone,
1: you know or something but but, but you oh, well. guys also have a fall and a uh a, a spring season too right yeah we the the
2: fall the fall season is pretty generous as far as it it lets you start september 15th and uh runs for a entire month up to november 14th um but the the spring season michigan is the eighth in the nation as far as uh successful turkey hunting um and our turkey population's getting to the point now where I think they could open it up a little bit. Maybe do something with maybe an archery season. Um, I I know I'd hate to say opening up a second tag, but doing something where they they'd open up a little more time because you know like like Nick was talking about, we put in for um, we put in for a, especially public land. You have to put in for your, uh, a specific season, and the way they break it down is uh, you you get to choose the first week, the second week or the month of May hunt. Um, and I have always gone for one of the first two weeks, and since I decided in the last couple of years to dedicate that hunt to longbow only, I have really pushed for the first week um, because the turkeys really aren't messed with that much. Um, it, it just gives a little bit of an advantage to us because we're already um, implementing our own um, uh, boundaries, you know, unwise wise to make it a little tougher. Um, and you know, if they were to open that up for us, uh, by adding a week, I'd I'd hate to say earlier, but, um, if they were to add a week or, or just make it a two week season at the beginning, that would be super sweet. But, uh, that's, that's, that's not here or there yet. Hopefully sometime in the future they will.
0: Nope. We just got to take advantage of it and have fun. Exactly. We get our, we get our licks in though. I mean, we only had, uh, Actually, I kind of screwed up this year because we were talking about when to put in, and uh, I realized that I have got a wedding that weekend, so I can't even hunt that weekend. I have to I have to hunt a couple days out of the week this year, like Monday and like Thursday. So that's kind of weird, but um, anyway, we only really went at it um, together twice last year, uh, but yeah. for... i don't know the bulk of the the bulk of the you know end of the afternoon and we had a lot of action so i think we'll be fine yeah
2: it's it's it should be i don't think winter winter was heavy but it was so spotty that i don't think it affected the turkey population much and um i saw a lot of birds when i was out muzzleloader hunting and um it's I, i gotta get out this weekend and i'm hoping that the snow stays away that they're calling for but uh i'd like to get out this weekend and see um just just what's going on out there what kind of numbers we're looking at and uh start getting a game plan for a few weeks from now
1: so john let's 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 step back just a little bit um we we kind of jumped right in about turkey hunting but i would like to to get a little bit more um from you regarding your uh, i guess your 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 background in the outdoors and um I guess just give everybody a, a, a high level of, of how you got started in the outdoors. Obviously, I think turkey hunting may be your, your biggest passion. Maybe not. I don't know, but you know, uh, which activities do you enjoy? Which do you enjoy the most? And, and go from there.
2: All right. Um, well, I, uh, I got started in the outdoors. I was pretty young. I, I was 12 or 14, um, deer hunting, uh, deer hunting opening day for the firearm season in Michigan is, uh, quite a holiday. Um, and, you know, as a youngster, I was pretty well wrapped up in it then. Um, when I got out of high school, I kind of fell away from it a little bit, but, um, once I started dating my wife, her brothers kind of got me, uh, reacquainted with the outdoors again. And, uh, uh, Diana's brother, Bob actually, um, is the one that, really gave me my first bite of turkey hunting and uh since that first hunt with him i've been pretty well hooked uh um i've been i've been hunting turkeys for i don't know almost 15 years 16 17 18 years now which you know that's that's it's a mere paragraph compared to some guys and for some of the guys just getting started it's quite a few years under the belt but um that's that's my first and foremost favorite kind of hunting. Um, I'm, I'm very type A when it comes to turkey hunting as a kind of I don't like sitting around much waiting for him. Um, which also <laughs> which, which can it's, it's, a, it's a good trade to have as a turkey hunter, but as a deer hunter, it may hamper you a
1: bit. Um, you mean you, you, you like getting out and actually walking around, John? i I, uh yeah i tend to move (laughs) so 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 obviously that's a bit of an inside joke between the three of us and i'll just leave it with um uh in the the 2016 season uh we actually threatened to bring rope uh into the (laughs) woods for the 2017 season to tie john to a tree because (laughs) john likes to go and look for turkeys
2: yeah yeah and I've, I've threatened several times to just turkey hunt and let you guys deer hunt
1: <laughs> <laughs> so so John would when it, when it comes to 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 hunting turkeys um what's uh this is a loaded question i'm trying to figure out exactly how i want to ask it but what's your <laughs> let's start with what's your preferred weapon for for hunting turkey
2: well um right now if you were to ask me that today what you are um, right now it's the longbow. The number of turkeys I have harvested of the longbow is at zero. <laughs> um, I've, it's It's been a lot of fun. I've been doing the fall turkey chase for about six years now with the longbow. Um, and this will be my second year, second or third year with the longbow for spring, second year. Um, and I think Nick and I probably could have been successful last year we just just starting to kind of figure the thing out um the the differences between hunting with a shotgun and hunting with a longbow um there there was a a couple of moments where our fingers were on the string and i know i i had it pulled back once um it's 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 getting there uh as far as uh if you were to take that longbow away from me i i have a, a favorite mossberg 12 gauge in the uh gun cabinet that has, uh, put a lot of tail fans on the wall. Um, but, but in, in the interest of, um, trying to ch- achieve a higher level of, um, hunter prowess, I guess, if you want to call it that, uh, I, I, I I'm trying to dedicate my, my, uh, my hunting to pretty much using a longbow for all of it right now.
0: Well, and to add on that, I mean, we, we, you're not what I would call your average turkey hunter either, John. Um, I mean, as as for the few years I've hunted with you, you you're not the kind of guy that puts a pop-up blind up and a lot of decoys and you know, plays that game. Um I think part of the reason is because you're hunting a lot of public land or you're hunted private land that's opened up to the public. And, and the area that you're, you're hunting, that's not really somewhere you can just leave a blind up or something like that, or, or really hunt them that way. But you're definitely more of a running gun guy. Um, and you like to call and and you like to, you like boots on the ground and, and you like to work flocks. And I mean, we've had a blast doing that over the, over the last couple of seasons, um, but yeah, why, why don't you? Uh, I mean, because it's really from what I've noticed with hunting with you is that I mean, the, the weapon is only really a small part of it. I mean, it, it's yeah, you definitely change, you know, when you're when you're hunting with a bow, and we've got to get closer, and we have to we have to disguise our movement when we're shooting, and make sure our arrows aren't sticking out or anything like that. And I do think if we would have had shotguns last year, that you and I would have both got a bird. I'm almost I'm pretty positive that would have happened. But um, why don't you why don't you tell us a little bit about about kind of your your approach to turkey hunting and um how you came to hunt turkeys that way that that boots on the ground running and gunning kind of way
2: i um well i I, my brother-in-law first of all he was uh he wasn't much for sitting and waiting um if that if that turkey's not talking it's it's hard to sit it's 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 a very interactive um hunt um it's, I'd, I'd like to go do elk one day cause it can be very similar. Um, it's, it's, it's more of a chess match than it is a, um, than it is like deer hunting. Deer hunting can be a chess match, but that's, you, you know, you're waiting, you, you, you're anticipating things with, with turkeys. It's more of a, you're, you're getting in and having a conversation with them. Um, uh, there can be, it's, it's almost like war. <laughs> um, it's, uh, and, and and there's no real I don't I don't want to say no real tricks to it. It's uh, you got to know the ground. I mean you know know the land that you're hunting. Um, you got to study the maps. You got to get your feet out there. You got to see what's going on. Um, it's watching the birds. Um, even though your roost setup may not work, are doing? Watch where they're going. Um, uh when you're when you're moving, you you can't you can't really parallel your movements with them so much as you have to make big circles around and, and try to anticipate where they're going. And, and in doing that, you're using the calls more or less just to keep soundings or tabs on their location. Um, that, that can be tricky, uh, as Nick has learned because some of the areas that I hunt, uh, they, they tend to have several different flocks out there. So, um, it's, it's one of the areas that the state actually started the, the Turkey, uh, reintroduction program, um, and uh, so we're we're pretty blessed as far as that goes, um, but you know that's the biggest part of it, and then woodsmanship um, knowing knowing where you can walk, knowing how you have to walk, um, taking that that extra little bit of gumption to get it at say two thirty or three o'clock in the morning to slip out um, and being able to wait out an hour and a half in the dark to listen for that first gobble. Um, you know, there's times inadvertently where I've ended up um, walking right underneath of them because they have they've hopped from one ridge line to another, um, probably from an owl flying overnight, um, or uh, other hunters going out there and doing what they call putting them to bed, um, watching them go to roost and having that uh, hunter actually spook them out of their roost to another roost site. Um, so that's 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 the biggest thing, and I just I I have a hard time sitting and waiting for that turkey when I know that I can, I can get after him. Um, It's, it's, it's real hard to explain, but those, for those that know, they, they know exactly what I'm talking about.
0: Oh, and it's a blast. We were, I mean, we were, we were working two different flocks of birds last year, actually three at one point, and we were all over the place and it was, it was a blast. I don't think I've had that much fun hunting ever Um, I mean, that, that's just a lot of fun and, you know, watching you call and, and, you know, figuring out, have different, have different toms from different flocks hit and, uh, and stuff like that was, that, that was really a trip. Um, and doing it that way, I mean, there's nothing like it. I don't, I don't know if I could do it from the blind after doing it like that. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a harder way that we're doing it, but I mean, it's not like we didn't have our opportunities. We just didn't have a golden opportunity. And, well, I, I did. And I know blew it. <laughs> well, he he, so John and I, what happened was John and I got set up on this. We were working this one flock on this ridge. And, um, everywhere we went, I mean, they kept coming and they kept going and and coming back and going and we couldn't figure out what was going on. And and all we could figure was that there was too much brush or some kind of geographical divide between us that they couldn't cross in. And so we kept working our way around this brush, but there was a lot of brush and, um, we were using this, uh, this ridge as a way to get around them. And, um, we finally got up it was this big bowl and by the time we got up on this big bowl we realized where they were they were down the other side and um kind of by this uh kind of by this by this old fence so john set up on one side and i set up on the other and we were on top of this ridge and we had a couple decoys out and we were trying to get these birds on the bottom of this ridge to come in and uh john what happened with john is he got what we we would call rope doped where he thought the turkey was going to we're going to come in a certain way and then went behind a tree and and what happened after that john because you were going to draw on this thing right, right as he went behind the tree and get him on the other side but
2: well we were we're sitting there and nick is off to my right about seven yards um i was actually hoping that he would get a shot because of the where the gobbles were coming from they would have had to get through him to get to me um and the the bird we heard Car traffic going um, up and down the road because we got gotten got to a point where we were in earshot of the road again, the dirt road. Um, I heard I heard a bird getting close, and then I heard the famed running turkey footsteps running away with putting, um, which is their alarm sound when they're running off, and uh, that was that was the game over sound. So I was throwing my hat down in disgust when from behind a two inch sapling this turkey which was closer to me than he was than I was close it was closer to me than uh, that I, I was to Nick <clears throat> it was probably about I don't know it it was less than five yards and he stepped out from behind that sapling and I got drawn back and the turkey disappeared back behind the sapling just looked about like a Bugs Bunny cartoon episode um
0: and that was it <laughs> um so so steve steve here was here was my point of view on this whole situation because because what happened was as i was on top I, w- I was over the cusp of this hill the turkeys came in on the bottom and i could not see over the top of this hill i was i was back in some like some iron woods like trees and sitting actually i was sitting um, cross-legged and i was just i had my bow in my lap and i was just john and i were taking turns calling but i had john to my left and i could see him really well like he wasn't very far away from me so i just i i knew i couldn't see the birds he kept on pointing like hey they're right there i couldn't see him so i kind of just put my bow down and um watched john and uh you know when the when the whole foot start footstep thing happened he looked at he 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 had a face mask on um and his in his hat and he turned and looked at me, and he was all red faced, and he tur- he brought down his uh, his bandana or his face mask, and he and he gave me the sob, really blatant with his mouth kind of thing. After he had drawn, and as soon as he looked back up, the turkey was right there again, <laughs> looking at him, <laughs> and he never got. <laughs> I could can, I can tell you
2: the color of its eyes.
0: <laughs> we were so, and the, one of that's one of the things that we've learned, like. They never do what you want them to. They're the quirkiest thing ever. These birds, and they never go the way you want. They never, they never end up where you think they're gonna end up, and they never leave when you think they leave. There, there's always something. There's always something there. I mean, you always stalk in, you always stalk out, um, and I guess that's what makes it so fun. Cause everybody thinks turkeys are so dumb, but sometimes even if even the dumb ones are lucky. So you know you don't really have that issue but i mean you can't really you can try to peg them but you're never going to be it's never going to be perfect for you but um but it's a blast it's a blast and and watching john call is fun too and john makes his own calls i've got a call um steve i think you got one of john's calls don't you
1: i do i've got a box call that john made for me
0: yeah, and I've got I love uh, I love pot calls and uh, John. What kind of got you into making calls and calling actually? Like who t- who taught you how to call? You know how did you get into it? You know how to, and then what made you want to start making calls?
2: Um, well I by trade I do construction, um, and I I enjoy doing a lot of uh, furniture crafting, finer stuff, and it's you know it's never a lucrative adventure, but it's it's fun. Um, I just I just like working with wood. Um, and as far as making calls, um, I remember finding a, a website where I was watching a couple of guys turn their own stuff, and um, I thought, you know, that that might be kind of fun. Plus, it would be um, it would be icing on the cake to be able to uh, take a bird with something that I had made. Um, and so, I started making box calls around. Oh, geez, I think I started making box calls back in. 2001. Um, it was the year right after I started hunting turkeys. Um, and, and a lot of that was, uh, you know, I was, we would go into Cabela's or, uh, some of the other stores and, you know, you can see the prices on them and I'm like, wow, I got all this beautiful wood at home. I can just figure out how to make it and make it sound right. You know, that's the, that's the trick. Um, and then after you make your first one and make it sound right, you, uh, um, you have, you have to make it your own. Um, you know there's there's a lot of guys that make calls out there um the biggest trick is not just making it sound right but making the call uh not really stand out but it's it's your thumbprint you know what i mean um it's there's there's not much you can do with a four inch round circle of wood but um to make it different than everybody else's but there it's the little things the little details that can set you apart from somebody else um and and right now i just do it um pretty much on a on, a, on a, and um i might make a few here and there for random for sale um and other than that it's all just a um an order here or there so i don't i don't do a lot of mass production um might be fun in the future to do something like that but um, right now it's just a um as 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 wanted basis
1: and you make call. You make calls other than just turkey calls too, right?
2: Yeah, correct. I, I do uh, I I do grunt calls. I'll do some duck calls, um, wood duck calls, uh, mallard. Um, I've made some goose calls. Uh, a few predator calls, not a lot.
0: Um, Still waiting on my squirrel call.
2: Yeah, <laughs> uh, I I I got home tonight and I actually. Um, had to flip those guts out of my way (laughs) they're they're there i've got the wood and everything (laughs) sitting there i just gotta i just gotta find time to um
0: get to it not that we'll ever see squirrels when we want to see squirrels or shoot squirrels when we want to shoot squirrels right that's (laughs) that's
2: that's that's right um so so uh,
1: this is i got a i got kind of a question for really for for both of you guys so i'm gonna uh, and really nick i guess you know this about me but i'm gonna i'm gonna make a confession um i'm not a big i'm not a big turkey hunting fan um you know it's it's uh, spring rolls around turkey season comes in and i'm i usually get out once or twice and uh my my turkey hunting usually consists of you know I'll, i'll sit call a little while first thing in the morning then I get bored and the next thing I know I'm either scouting for for deer season or I'm I'm looking for for feral hogs on the you know the local WMAs so uh, I I hear you guys talk about you know what you're doing really gets you excited and and I have no I have no frame of reference so is it, it am I doing it wrong <laughs> It's it's obviously not not getting me fired up or what's the, what what are your thoughts there? Well,
2: you know, it you might just have to come up on a spring or if I can figure out a way to get down there during a the spring, um, so I can call for you. Um, it's 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 I don't I don't know it, and some guys just can't stand it you know and I don't I don't hold any of that against them. Um, it's it's like uh, I don't know. I've I've gotten to the point in my life where um. I enjoy all different kinds of aspects of everything for what it is. Um, but I, I have a lot of friends who just cannot, they don't like deer hunting. Um, and I know some guys, that I, there's people that I that they they can't, they just don't hunt. Um, there's, uh, it, it, I, I can't say that there's anything wrong. It just may not be your flavor. Um, it's kind of like guys that like super dark beer and guys that like Bud Light. I <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, and and it, 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 and here's my point of reference for that is, you know, a couple of, I guess it's been a couple of years ago, um, was on a North Georgia WMA with my longbow no blind had, uh, had, had gone in that morning and knew where I had, uh, uh, some turkeys, uh, on the roost, listened to them fly down, started calling, had, uh, a Tom come straight to me and. He walked, as he was walking behind a tree, I actually, you know, got my bow almost to full draw and he caught me on the last little bit of my draw as he stepped out of the tree and took off and I never even got, I never even got the air off, but it dawned on me after all that happened, my heart rate never even got, I, I just, I didn't get excited about it and I just, at that point in time, wondered if it just, maybe it just wasn't it wasn't something that i should be out in the woods hunting so hmm yeah I, well, I mean
2: you got you got a pretty full um you got a pretty full schedule too though um so i mean you, you get to hunt it, we don't so we don't have hogs here so that's probably a good thing as far as i go because mm-hmm. i i have a very addictive personality <laughs> um <laughs> uh, uh, but, you know, you get to hunt hogs. You've, you've been able to go do a pronghorn hunt. Um, you get you get some killer whitetail hunting. Um, I know you've got some adventures coming up this year. Um, it, you know, hunting turkeys for some guys could be real tame. I, I know guys that um, they were pretty well worked up with turkey hunting. Um, uh, one of my brother-in-laws, as a matter of fact. Uh, my one brother-in-law, Bob, loved it. My brother-in-law, Roger, he he uh, he liked to go out and video me once in a while. But other than that, he'd been... He'd care less. He'd go sit in a boat and fish for bluegills in the spring, let alone just watch the turkeys fly out of trees from a shoreline somewhere. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's when you get, when you get different opportunities, it might not be just something that, you know,
0: tickles your fancy. Well, and Steve, I mean, Steve, like if it revs Steve's engine, he'd be out there. I mean, he'd find a way. Um, and be really into it. And, yeah. and whatever Steve does, he does 110%. Um, so I, I think it's just one of those things. It, it, it definitely isn't... Maybe it's just not for some people. I mean, I, I knew it from the first gobble that I wanted to hunt turkeys. From the first time I went out into the woods by myself, not really knowing anything, and hit that first morning gobble, I knew right away that this was different than deer hunting or any other kind of hunting that I've ever done. And I don't know what it is about turkeys that I like I'm a lot older when I turkey hunt. I think that's part of it. Like I feel like when I'm hunting deer, that's like an expectation. Like I want, you know, I, I, I really want to get a deer and, and, and the meat and everything else. And then with turkeys, I always feel like it's, they're so hard to hunt that there's no expectation for me to get a bird like i i i can i can get a little bolder
1: with it um and the other thing so because it's because it's harder you feel like there's less pressure I, for yeah you? i kind of do i'm mean, it,
0: it's it's that but there's something else to it too it's that you know the, the deer with their noses you just i mean they can bust you so many different ways and not be anywhere near you well, for, for um, one,
2: you're, what, you're trading, you're trading the, you're trading fighting off scents and lingering scents um, for mm-hmm. 10 power binoculars on a, a brain the size of a peanut.
0: Yeah, you really are. You really are. <laughs> I
2: mean, it's, uh, it's, it's, it, and the, the color thing is more, I mean, with deer, you can get away with your wolves and stuff like that. With turkeys, you can a little bit, like I've done with this fall, um, but if you are not blended in perfectly to your surroundings, they will pick you off.
0: Um, but but you can but you can trick them though. I mean, you can get around them. You can get. I mean, there's. You can move and you can move if you move the right way. If you move smart. Um, and I think Michigan's Michigan's terrain being hilly and ridgy and and stuff like that. I mean, and where we've been hunting, I'm like we're not like if we were if we just had turkeys out in the middle of a field and we were like that wouldn't work out but where we're at, we're in small timber clearings and stuff. So there's usually something that can cover us in and out. Um,
2: yeah, it's hard to put a finger on what, what the, what the drive is. Um, it's a, it's a very intangible thing to be able to describe. Um, but if, if, if you want to get an essence of it, I would recommend everyone to read, um, uh, Colonel Tom Kelly's uh the 10th legion um that it 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 explains it in a very funny way th- throughout an entire book um mm-hmm. it's it's uh it, it's very hard to describe but it's, it's 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 I can't I can't put my finger on it but it's just, it's just something
0: well and if you uh, if you hear get the audio book and hear the colonel read it it's uh it's even better in my opinion um, and, and it's not expensive. If you go to, if you go to his website, you just look up Colonel Tom Kelly, if you, or the 10th Legion, um, if you go to his website, his books, it's like, t- it's like 20 bucks, I think for the audiobook. um, or you can get a download and it's cheaper. And, um, it's, it's something, um, it's just a great book and it, it, it'll get your, it, it'll get your engine revved up for turkey hunting for sure, or at least curious about it. But the pursuit, like John is saying, is that there's something about the bird, I mean for so so many years of my life I just thought they were stupid birds. I'm like they're just dumb. They get hit all the time. They fan out in front of cars and they get hit on the highway. They're stupid, you know. Um, and some are some are some are stupid, but the there's just something about there's just something about them. When you see them puff out or when you see them fight or when you see them or hear them and, and maybe that's part of it. Maybe maybe talking to them is part of it. Maybe that's part of the allure for me. Um, well yeah,
2: the part for me too is uh not, I, there's zero concern for me about, is it, is, do I, do I have to start figuring out my ear measurements, my, you know, my ear to ear measurements that, you know what I mean? Um, a Turkey at any phase of the game is a, is a trophy in its own right. Um, in my opinion, that's, that's just my opinion. Um, I, I don't care if a guy takes down a a one-year-old Jake or if, um, Mm -hmm. Or if it's a you know three or four year old tom, it's it's a trophy. Um, the fact that you've um, duped this bird into coming into close range, and by close range I mean anything within 20 yards, um, to meet either a a a squadron of uh, lead shot or um, a tip of a broadhead, that's a uh, that's quite an accomplishment.
1: Mm-hmm. I've missed him with both. <laughs> so so that's one I place where i could definitely say i'm ahead of you both i have never missed a turkey
0: <laughs> steve i remember i swear one of those times where i was first starting getting into turkey hunting and we were we were t- we were texting or, or something like that and i kept uh you were turkey hunting and i i I swear you were, you were sending me a message that was like, this is the dumbest thing in the world. I don't know why I'm out here. I'm wasted
1: my time. <laughs> Probably. But, but Now I will say this and I don't know, I don't know what it's like in Michigan. I mean, I, I've, I've deer hunted in Michigan and you know, my experience where we have hunted in Michigan on public land has actually, in my opinion, been very good with the exception of one situation that Tom ran into last year this past season. But, um, you know, it, it, it there. It's not. Uh, I haven't seen it as far as being overly crowded or anything. I think it's the public land, especially you know near where I'm at, which is you know the the suburbs of Atlanta or just north of Atlanta. So we, you know, I think we can have more crowds at times than than I've seen there. But it's different when it's turkey season. I mean, I uh, the I and mean, probably that same that same season that you're talking about, um i you know i i hit a a call early that morning and one turkey gobbled back at me and then it was like the woods came alive and it only took a few minutes for me to realize the woods came alive because i was surrounded by other hunters and all of them started trying to call in that one tom if it was even a real turkey that sounds
2: like the that that sounds like the opening day of firearm deer season here
0: <laughs> yeah exactly Tom, Tom said, or, uh, or John's had some experience with drive-by callers, haven't you, John? Oh yeah, it happens. It happens. <laughs> it
2: happens.
0: Oh. You, uh, we had that last year, actually. We had... Mushroom hunters. John actually, mushroom hunters, exactly. We had a guy last year that we had, so we worked that bowl that I was talking about, and on the, on the tail end of that hunt, we had the flock... Like, uh, you know, it was a, it was a couple it was a couple of Tom's or Jake's and um, we had we were clo- we actually had them pinched over by the road, working back towards where we were parked. So we were going to stalk back and we had a really good chance um, getting him in this hollow. if We took the top of the, ri- about the top of this ridge and then they just shut up and we couldn't figure out what happened and we got back and sure enough this guy that had been driving up and down the road watching us you know was out looking for mushrooms and our birds were nowhere near where they were um and that's just going to happen i mean that area we hunt we were kind of all over the place anyway we weren't really in one specific area and you know it's he's got every right to be there um but that was that was one of those times and then the other thing that we're we were dealing with the same thing you were, Steve. Where there's always there's always somebody that's that's driving around with a call, or on their back porch, you know, and they hear a bird or they hear somebody calling, and they're they're immediately on their box call, Mach ten on their box call, doing SOS signals across the woods, trying to get these birds to come to them. And and uh, John actually had not a not a major confrontation with one last year, but he had a really good stock out of bird in a field and and. An old, an old man with a box call mess that up and I afford and
1: <laughs> but uh so so one it's question gonna for one question that i would have for for or i guess another question i would have for for the two of you is is it just my perception or does the um the gadgetry <laughs> trend that we you know we see in in deer hunting where you know there's there's it's always about the the latest gadget the uh ozonics or or you know the latest broadhead or all the, all the you know what i'm talking about the, the gadgetry is i don't see that as much with turkey hunting i mean it seems to be to me a bit more i don't i don't want to use the word traditional but it just seems like it, it's not as much um commercialization or or marketing goes on towards turkey hunting like it does deer hunting
2: I, well i will say that um yes and no uh it tends it's 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 got a pretty heavy duty tradition to it um you you know if you read the books by tom kelly you'll you'll hear stories about um back when the turkeys were pretty much on the verge of extinction in some areas and if guys saw footprints in the dirt road they would cover it up um they're they're very uh and i think it's because of that i think it's because that the turkeys were so close to being you know the de- the population is so decimated that guys have run on to the point where they really try to protect it and um but there are a lot of things i in the early 2000s there was a lot of gizmo stuff that was really flying all over the place in the in the markets um A lot of the call companies, like the bigger ones, like uh, Primos, um, Loman and they all had their little thing that they would come out with for that year or the next couple of years. Um, You know, and and it all worked. It was the thing. Is it? It's. There wasn't really anything bad about it. Um, But there, there's some. I think what what has happened instead of being uh, gear driven, there's been more of a tactical change where you're starting to get a lot more guys doing what they call uh, reaping and stuff like that. Um, and it's, it's not, it's, it's, it takes type A personality in turkey hunting to a whole new level. Um, it's a debate for another day, but, um, it's, that's, that's kind of where they're at. I, it's, I think, I think what happens with deer hunting and this isn't, you know, it's, I think what happens with deer hunting is you end up with so much time on the stand that you're not, you're not really wing you know, you might do a, uh, call here and there but your your interaction levels are you know they're few and far between that uh depending on the ground that you're hunting but you know there has to be something to pass that time and um i, I don't know we're all humans tend to be gear driven i mean i i see cool stuff in the traditional community and i'm like hey that's pretty cool i'd like to get one of those um every i think every niche has its little gear um deer gizmo stuff and um we we all like it. I mean, let, let's be honest. It's, it's there's there's cool stuff out there. It's it's just like tools, man. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like drills. It's like saws. There's you know they put a laser on a saw and yeah, I gotta have I mean, you a laser can, you can never, a saw. <laughs> you,
0: you can never have enough pot calls, in my opinion, for one. Right. <laughs> but you know people get. I mean, I I have seen when I first got into this, I did see a lot of there was a lot of debate on what shot, um, what chokes, um, what guns. There, still uh, Yep, and I mean, you know, some people, some people like single shot stuff. You know, um, it's it's there's all kinds of. In fact, I did I didn't even know that people talked about all this stuff. I pro- thought it was pretty standard that people just went after one with a shotgun and a box call and some decoys. And I mean, some decoys today are super good, um, the super realistic ones. Well, I mean
2: night and day difference from when I got started doing
0: oh, this. Oh man, I mean, I, and you're talking about paying, you know what, like 500 bucks for a tom? I mean, yeah. like, crazy good decoys, and I mean, we're, we're taught, where John and I basically have, like, rubber, like, we shoot at them when we're not using them. <laughs> <laughs> you'll you'll you know? two-sided foam one. <laughs> the ones that sway in the wind like a rooster, one of those roosters on the top of the barn. <laughs> It's spinning around,
1: <laughs> but, I, I got
0: a set. Uh, I got a set of flambeaux, and they they work. I mean, they're realistic
2: enough, but they've gotten to the point now where they're um, taxidermy quality, and it's uh, you know if you if you're hunting with enough turkeys, um, that see enough people, that may make a difference. Um, I I don't. I mean, there's been a few instances mm-hmm. where I use um, a decoy here and there, but for the most part, I don't. I mean, there's one in my vest, but I am It's pretty much there for the, for
0: the most part in my vest. It's, I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't deploy it out very often. I think it's just a skillful endeavor. I mean, it's kind of like, I mean, it's almost like waterfowling too. I I see it as like bird hunting in general or upland or upland bird hunting, anything like bird hunting in general just seems it's so difficult anyway. And it's such a gentlemanly, the gentleman's sport, right? Like it's, I mean, I know like upland fowl is, um, it just seems like, and I should say, gentlemen or gentle, gentlewomen, but it's, you know, it's just one of those. I don't know. It just, it's, it's, it seems like, whenever you're on any turkey hunting forums or anything like that, they're talking about like, you know, beautiful shotguns and 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 calls and things of that nature, and and there's just like some there's like an element to it that's just different than deer hunting is. And I, I, I can't put my finger on it. And John, you've been around it longer than me, but um, and and I know you mentioned reaping, and we probably should we probably should define what reaping actually is, because a lot of people probably don't know what that what it is. Um,
2: that that's where uh, that's where a guy is uh, basically using a a full body tom decoy or at least a fan, and is basically uh, they call it reaping or fanning, and it's where they take the fan and they um, they will actually crawl across a field using that fan to hide behind, and you know the turkeys are tough to hunt, but they do have brains like peanuts. So they see a fan, and they don't—they don't—you uh, know their eyes are on one side of their head, so their their depth perception and their perception of hey that fan is six feet in the air doesn't really buy into their brain that well, um, and so these guys are using these fans to walk or crawl behind and um, they get within feet of these turkeys and um, the turkeys are actually in the, in the height of the mating season or, um, you know, they're battling for number one. So um, you, you are almost shooting a turkey in self-defense at that point. Um, I can't say that it wouldn't be exciting, event, but um, I I'm from that old school. I'd like to, I like to try to get them to come to me um, um, looking for, that lady that's calling to them.
0: Mm-hmm. well plus you like your life and in michigan you do have a good chance of getting killed you're gonna go hunting like that uh, that's the other part of it. <laughs> you know i think where i was trying to go to with with what i was saying about gentlemen and women's sport um i i think sports the key i think bird hunting to me turkeys Upland hunting, fowl. I mean, all of that seems more like a sport. Like it's it's not as much a means for sustenance. There's easier ways to get sustenance than to kill a lot of ducks or one turkey or partridge or whatever you're going for. Where when you're going after a deer, I mean, that's that's substantial. Like you get a deer, like you're set for with meat for a while. Like you can have meals of meat, not one meal many meals of me you know where it's more fun to actually go after birds the actual going after the birds I mean it's a challenge so the 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 normal bubbas aren't just gonna go bird hunting or after turkeys gets too hard um it, it's more it, it's for people who like the sport who enjoy the sport of it and I don't know if you guys what you guys think about that but that's kind of where I'm trying to go with what i was what I was saying.
2: I I don't I don't like the term sport. Um, I'm going to be honest. I I have never been a fan of using the term sport in hunting um, because what we're doing is you, you know the end result's fairly serious. Um, whereas fishing, you know, fishing could be almost a sport because you you have the ability to actually release the animal once you've obtained it. Uh, you're not going
0: to release a stuck turkey. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what I mean by sport is pursuit. But no no I I get it I get it that's just that's just my my own two cents
2: um I th- I think that I hate using that word but
1: yeah I I I agree with the essence of what you're saying so I'll 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 kind of chime in a little bit and just say that you know from my perspective you know I hear a lot of people say you know they're they they can't eat the antlers and and those kind of things and they're hunting to fill their freezer and and look I'm not'm and I'm definitely not going to say that there aren't people out there that hunt just because they want the meat and there's nothing wrong with that I would say that to say that that's the reason the majority of of people are hunting um, is probably a a, a misnomer I I, I, I I don't agree with that I mean if you if, even if you're as traditional guys by the time we buy bow arrows broadheads even if we're reusing them buying our tags buying gas Mm -hmm. even if you're processing it yourself you could probably go and buy meat from the from the grocery store cheaper there is the element of well you know i know where this meat came from and it's it's clean it doesn't have antibiotics and all that stuff there is an element of that but I think we do have to be realistic with ourselves and say that, you know, the majority of us are out there hunting because we want to hunt. We want, you know, we want to pursue an animal. We want to challenge ourselves against that animal. And, and ultimately I'm, I'm kind of on that with John on that. I mean, it's serious. You're taking an animal's life, but uh, I get what you're saying, Nick. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I just, uh, you know, it's, I think sometimes the lines get, get muddied with, everybody trying to be so politically correct that you know most of us are not out there hunting because we need to feed our family from what we're going to bring home and that's good for a lot of us because we, our families would starve well
0: yeah i mean but pursuit's a better word for it anyway but you know i kind of i kind of get yep. sport from sports men mm-hmm. so i mean but it's more of the for me what i mean is it's pursuit it's like they're the pursuit of Waterfowling of turkey hunting of upland hunting, every it, it, it's not exactly like the the ultimate. We all know what the ultimate goal is, but but it's 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 fun to do it, right? Like they, you know, duck hunters like to get up at three a.m. and go trudge through mud and set decoys and with their buddies and and get the boat set up and everything, and and they live for that kind of thing. And turkey hunters like to put them to bed, and they like to they like to get them at fly down and do all the calling like John and I are doing and upland hunting. Like they, they like to run their dogs and they like to do things like that. And they like to, you know, they love a partridge busting the brush, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, um, it's, it's the, the pursuit of it is what the, what the goal is. There's a lot of different ways to get, you know, there's easier ways to get it done, but these are very traditional ways, you know, Sure, and, um,
1: and there's, there's the, There's the activity aspect of it too. Uh, Mm -hmm. Um you know, you may sit in a you may sit in a stand for hours, you know, or in a blind for hours waiting on a a whitetail, but you know, somebody that's out um waterfowling or or squirrel hunting or or rabbit hunting, there's a lot more action there. So it's you know, especially and and think about it from a kid's perspective. If you're gonna try to get a kid interested in hunting you want them doing something where there's going to be action otherwise they're going to get bored and say you know I'd rather be playing my my Xbox uh so oh yeah but I definitely um, get what you're saying there
0: yeah we have a lot of squirrel hunters around here and I and I never you know I've had hunts interrupted but I never really get mad I always get a I always get a kick out of a grandpa taking his kid out squirrel hunting or taking his grandson out squirrel hunting um or granddaughter uh it it's I mean I loved it I did it with my dad when I was a kid I loved it you know, so anyway, but yeah, that's, uh,
2: well, and it's a connection to the way things used to be too, is the other part of it. Um, I can certainly remember, um, when the, when the grocery store, um, depending on the, the, um, the income of the family, the grocery store may have been more of a supplemental thing, you know, especially like on a farm or something, um, that, you know, the main state of food was, uh, brought in by farming gardening and hunting um that the grocery store was used to supplement that um here 30 years later the uh that's that's flip-flopped i mean the grocery store is now the source and we're using hunting to supplement the you know or i guess not supplement but to be a um cherry on top i guess if you want to call it that right
0: that's a good that's a good observation so you know kind of getting into wrapping this up john um i i have one more question for you are we are we going with
1: shotguns or are we going with longbows i was going to ask the same question but a little (laughs) differently so let's see what john answers and then i'll have a follow-up maybe Uh,
2: well i i guess the harder question to answer would be which longbow
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're you're becoming quite the I hoarder. Have a problem. My <laughs> wife
2: will tell you that I have a problem.
1: Um, and I so honestly
0: I, don't care what we hunt with as long as we're hunting it. That's fine so with me.
1: I want to put just a little bit of a different spin on your question, Nick. Um, so John, how long's your how long's the Michigan turkey season for spring?
2: That it's uh, six weeks.
1: So uh, obviously. i'm pretty sure i know you're going to you're you're really going to make an effort you kind of already said you're dedicated to to hunting with a longbow but you know will you will you close out the last week or the last weekend of the season with a with a shotgun if you if you haven't connected with your bow
2: i get seven days um
1: i got i have two right john Uh, has
0: seven (laughs) um
2: well i mean as far as if, if you take work out of the equation i have seven days because i'm hunting public land um and Last year, I started day one with a longbow and finished uh, day seven with a longbow. Um, I had I had some opportunities and I was still I was taking my lumps, um, but nope. That the shotgun stayed in the cabinet, uh, believe it or not. I I did have shells in my pocket just because they're my lucky shells. They stay in the shell loops in my vest, but um, my shotgun was uh, the better part of thirty miles away from me. Hmm.
1: It's going to be well, fun either way, and and I will just say that uh, I, uh, you know, I don't know if I'll even get out again pursuing turkeys. I'm, I'm sure I will get out in the woods, but I know both of you guys will. I know you're looking forward to it. And hey, I'll just say, you know what? I wish you the best of luck. I hope you I hope you both get birds this year, and and both of you get them with your longbow. That would just be awesome. It, it would. That be. would
2: kill killer. That would be a new feather in my hat. <laughs>
0: i mean if not i'm I'm just gonna i'll just take pictures of john and write more stories about him that's that's what i'm and gonna I'll do and i'll just
2: have and if i don't i'll just have more pictures of me from nick
0: <laughs> i've got like a john shrine on my phone and on my <laughs> camera <laughs> there's another one of john looking at birds there's another one john picking up and the one. that missed the bird yeah there's one of john <laughs> missing the bird <laughs> you guys are too funny well i tell All you the, right. the
1: the biggest takeaway i think i've got from this is uh to go and actually download the the 10th legion audiobook I, i'm 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 gonna do that and probably listen to that some this weekend so um i appreciate that guys and and john mm-hmm. i just want to say you know thank you for thank you for participating tonight thank you for joining us uh really enjoyed really enjoyed talking to you and and look forward to the next time we can bring you on and and obviously the next time I can spend some time in the woods with you maybe it'll be uh, maybe we'll figure out a way to get you down here and you can you can hunt turkeys for as long as your heart desires in the spring because we have a very long season
2: that that sounds like a that sounds like a good time to me but yeah and yeah I'll come back anytime you uh you let me know we got we got other other things that we have to talk about I mean, we got M- MLA we've got fly fishing we got we got all sorts of stuff. Yeah, yeah. and
1: actually, something uh, something you said just a few minutes ago actually sparked a, a thought in my mind. I'm gonna save it for a later time, but uh, it was actually just a little something you said that I went, "Wow, you know what? I don't think I've heard a I don't think I've heard a podcast on that topic." So, <laughs> thank you for that, Nick. Anything else, buddy? No, man. This is this has been great. Always good to talk to John and you, and uh, yeah, had fun. All right, guys. Well, thank you, and again. Good luck, uh, good luck in a few weeks and keep me posted on your success in the woods. Take care, guys. Will do.
2: Absolutely, you too.
1: Well, folks, that'll just about wrap up episode number four. I sure hope you're having as much fun following along as Nick and I are bringing this content to you. If you are enjoying the podcast, please be sure to subscribe. And if you can, take just a few minutes to leave us a rating or a review. We would greatly appreciate it. In the meantime, Try to get out there and enjoy our great outdoors, and if you can, take a kid along. Be safe, be responsible, and be sure to set a good example for your fellow outdoors men and women. So long, everyone.